We Are Bite Back 2030, a youth-led organisation here to make sure everyone growing up in the UK has equal access to healthier food. Our environment has dramatically changed. It's so much easier for you to get unhealthy food for dirt cheap. Bite Back is here for the young person's right to health. We're here for change and we're here for action. In our podcast, we talk about the injustices in our food system and how it affects young people. In this episode, we talk about a mammoth issue, an issue increasingly relevant in the digital era, junk food advertising. We explore how different forms of advertising bombard our life and feed young people's junk food habits. At the end of 2020, we brought together three young people to talk about how junk food advertising affects them. Hi, um, I'm Angie, I'm 16, I am a Bite Back Youth Leader and I'm from Reading. Hi everyone, I'm Anisha and I'm 17 years old and I'm a Bite Back 2030 Youth Board member based in London. Uh, hi, I'm Jacob, I'm 16, uh, I'm a Bite Back Youth Board member and uh, I'm from South London. It's, it's pretty much everywhere nowadays, isn't it? It's literally everywhere we look. It's on our social feeds, it's on billboards, it's on posters on our walk to schools and when we're out. It's it's almost like it feels inescapable trying to get away from junk food adverts at times. It's just really concerning, really, when you think about it, that they're using this many methods. But I think even what's even more concerning is how they're actually using digital media because I've actually seen with younger children in particular, it's quite targeted, actually, even games. I heard that Fanta, for example, which is a junk food drink, really, when you think about it, if ingested a lot, it even have, they've even created like lots of different apps. Um, I think one was about changing your voice, but one was this thing called Fruit Slam, and there was like this sort of dodgeball game, and it had like Fanta characters, and it had the even the soda itself. And when you think about it, it's just the fact they're really targeting young people on the places that we use even spotify where we saw nestle um actually target young people with those audio ads actually to maximize their campaign on their beloved kitkat bars i think for me that's just quite concerning it's just the fact that they're really targeting us on these places that we constantly use every day what bothers me is that they're entering not just online but also the everyday i heard somewhere that kfc is gonna release like a games console like for me, that's just a step too far in in terms of just advertising junk food. Uh, the thing about that KFC thing, I, th- I believe that was just a marketing ploy to get people talking. Um, I don't think they're actually making a gaming console, I believe. But I'm not too sure. But KFC, I believe they have their own like esports team. So they do a lot of advertising through that yeah. as well. I think we're even seeing sort of popular child influencers I have a younger sister at home and she sort of watches YouTube videos continuously every day. And I saw somewhere there was like these children and they're supposed to be like really big child influencers, but they had like sort of millions of views and they were sort of showing themselves playing with these McDonald's toys and everything. And they were like pretending to work at drive throughs And I think what really blew my mind is how some of those videos actually reached millions of viewers. And when you think about it, those videos could really encourage, could be encouraging children to really start going for McDonald's and trying to get those toys, but actually they'll be also consuming that food because when you think about it, just at such a young age to be able to see those videos, because my younger sister, for example, is three and even she wanted chips after that. And I just think just seeing how really now websites, apps, games, TV shows, 
that's just, I guess, really, really popular with children and young people. They're just flooded with not just junk food adverts, but just videos even for, about junk food or pictures or anything. Even our popular influencers ourselves, those that we follow, they're always sort of constantly posting pictures with junk food. Even, um, uh, what was it? I used to watch X Factor a lot, and I remember in the ad breaks, it would always show this junk food advert, something to do with Just Eat. So just the fact that it's just really... It's kind of inescapable. Even when we sort of walk to school or something, there's like loads of fast food shops around us. Even we sometimes see bus stops with those huge burger adverts or something like that. It's just, it is really inescapable, really, like what Jacob was saying. I think I think it makes it even worse nowadays, especially now we're in like, we're in our digital age, we're in web 2.0. And so I think it, it feels almost too easy for people to advertise to us. Um, especially young people who like their key hangout spot is really it's on social media and think about the wide like massive array of different types of social media there are there's you've got streaming platforms you've got YouTube you've got Instagram Snapchat not many young people use Facebook but it's still there um, Twitter and it's almost you don't really notice the adverts there you just kind of as you're scrolling along your feed it's kind of just pops up and it kind of sticks into the back of your mind, even if you don't even notice it. And so I think, yeah, this digital age we're in is definitely a big platform for advertisers, which can sometimes be a bit of a problem, especially since um, social media it can't be regulated. Like um, when you have adverts that you see on the TV, it goes through a big process going through the ASA and like getting certificates and getting regulations, where social media doesn't have that. And so sometimes these like kind of controversial adverts and marketing campaigns that people do on social media can't always be picked up as well as they do on TV. Um, it was like, what was the one I saw? I believe it was, it was a little while ago now, maybe a couple of months ago. I believe it was Burger King. Um, I believe it was Burger King. What they did is they went on to lots of Twitch streamers, Twitch streams, donated them like maybe a fiver and advertised their products in that donation going on to um, streamers who use text-to-speech. So when they submit a donation, it comes out and Burger King go, oh, you should try our Burger King's new Whopper meal or whatever they're advertising. And so people, these companies are using other people's platforms to market their own products, which is another awful, awful way that products are being advertised to us. It's not, it's not all just digital. Um, obviously, you've got your classic more traditional methods of advertising like in even in magazines newspapers uh those kind of print documents um and then just billboards on your street um it doesn't even necessarily have to be anywhere specific it's always just like sitting on a shop window that you happen to walk past or it's the little um like the plastic swingy advertising board that people stick outside the restaurants things like that always like they're almost unnoticeable you don't really see them you don't really think of them um they kind of subconsciously stick in your mind it's the fact that they're just kind of ever present i mean uh not to be a bit of a boomer but like when our uh grandparents and when our parents went to places over like junk food or like mcdonald's when they were younger and those existed they saw new things advertised on the menu i see them advertised on bus stops as a on my way to school and that's how I find out about different updates to junk food, just everywhere around me. I don't even have to actually try. I don't have to be interested. I'm bombarded with information about it. 
It's it's just the fact that there are so many ways for people to advertise now. It's it's like unbelievable how many different ways that you can do it. And there's so many discreet ways of doing it as well where you don't feel like you're being advertised or marketed towards, but you still are. So what, we go to Mackey's or chicken shop? The ultimate question amongst a group of friends going out. Ironic, because the two are variations of the same, both deep fried junk, just under a different name. In a world full of choices, it seems we don't have many. Can't have nice food without spending a pretty penny. And that's the pretty price that many can't afford. We'd rather that 99p option on the billboard. Speaking of advertising, I really wonder why they use cartoons to catch my little sister's eye. Using kids to sell products, how can you justify sacrificing our health for your wealth? This has to be rectified. This isn't just one instance, it happens all over the scene. Young people's health is on the line from London to Aberdeen. Whether it be supermarket shelves or school canteens, we deserve better. We cannot live by these means. It's about time the food industry put our well-being first. I don't want diabetes, obesity, or anything worse. It's frightening that junk food is our automatic reaction. When we're feeling hungry, this needs direct action. We're already worrying about racial justice and the Earth's condition, yet we still have to fight for a fairer food system. That was a poem written by Christina Adani for the Feed Britain Better Youth Summit. In the Feed Britain Better report, we talk about how young people are spending more time online. Online advertising is like the Wild West and young people feel constantly bombarded by adverts. Meanwhile, social media influencers routinely push unhealthier products and the online shopping experience is gamified to make sure young people buy more and more of the unhealthy options. When we asked young people in focus groups to describe their walk to school, they all highlighted the deluge of advertising on bus stops, billboards and social media. Now we head back to the panel. We asked them to describe what their walk to school looks like. Just, just thinking about it now, there are a lot more junk food and fast food restaurants uh, close to me that I hadn't even processed or even thought about. Um, directly on my personal walk to school, I probably walk, well, I walk past a cafe, um, a kebab shop. I walk past, um, I walk past a Chinese, I think, walk past an Indian, maybe two Indians. Um, I walk past two like corner shops with all the sweets and slush puppies and fizzy drinks that everyone goes to. Um, and that's just my personal walk. And I'm a five minute walk from my school when I walk past a good five or six uh, fast food restaurants. So I can't imagine the amount of um, exposure some other people are getting that live extremely far away where they have to get buses, where they see adverts on the buses um, and they see all the fast food restaurants on their way on the bus and as they're walking to the school as well. Um, so I usually go to school by car, but then what I do is like a small 10 minute walk um, to school. And even then in just what, about the last five minutes, 
right next to my school is literally one chicken food place and then right next to it is another um, fish and chip place then we have another chicken food place right next to it and if you go a little bit more far down there's a few more other sort of um, fast food sort of places and then if you were to go a little bit more far but somewhere a little bit near our school gate um, there's, a, there's three other chicken shops and then if you were to go another five minutes I'm just thinking about it now there's literally another chicken shop I think now that I think about it, I'm just completely surrounded by um, chicken shops, actually. So honestly, most kids in our school literally go for chips and chicken. And I can't really blame them. I think the only healthier option now that I think about it is probably Sainsbury's. And I usually go there for a sandwich. But to be personally honest, the Sainsbury's is more far away from me than even a chicken food place. So it's quite weird to think that now that I think about it. But there's even another slushy um, sort of place as well. That's literally two minutes away from our school we even have a few corner shops so most people literally go there to get either crisps if they're not feeling it um chicken but it's just kind of sad when you really think about it, just completely surrounded by junk food so that is pretty much mostly for most young people that go to my school that's the only option that stands other than Sainsbury's really that is a lot <laughs> you saying that reminded me I I've missed out like if you're looking at my like area surrounding my school um so i've got my school which is pretty close by then we've got like um do you guys have like villages do you know what i mean by that where you've got like your your city and the village um so we've got a little village in that village there's tons there's a good few amount of chicken shops we have like a crap place we have loads of stuff like that and um we have fit we have like three or four chick uh chicken shops around us three or four uh fish shops around us um, one like directly by my house um, and in in my area we've got people like pretty far out that come to my school so there's probably loads and loads of stuff over there like um, I live in a place uh, called Sutton and in in that sort of area you've got loads of little like, cities that are quite surrounded um, so there's like there's got a place called Worcester Park got somewhere called Cheam um, got like people people in from Wallington and Kingston and things like that you've probably heard of Kingston Mepsum Stoneleigh we've got there's loads of little cities around us um that are really really compact with these sort of villages and little hotspots for fast food places I mean about five minutes from my school there is a KFC and a Domino's just side by side uh, there's a uh, there's a Tesco's up the road uh, not far from my house or could be like on my way to school and and uh, Tesco's and a Pizza Hut neighbouring it because of course it is a uh, few steps from there another KFC so quite a lot of chicken places and a fish and two fish and chips places really nearby so I mean it's a huge range oh oh and a kebab place around the corner I keep forgetting it oh so yeah it's so it's like you were saying with the hotspots as well Jacob it really feels so even with so I don't actually live in the area but my school's a little bit far away from me but even just that tiny area itself it's quite small really when you think about it compared to where I actually live and it's just so concentrated with junk food shops it's just like one area really it's not even the whole entire borough I'm talking about I'm literally just talking about one small area near my school and that community itself is just completely surrounded when you think about it by junk food shops and now that I think about it, no wonder all the kids in our school go for one option because it really is the only option apart from Sainsbury's. So it's quite sad. And in, in my local area specifically, we've, we're one of the 
biggest um like this area we've got so so many schools primary schools high schools colleges we've got loads and loads in my area um so i can't even imagine the amount of stuff surrounded uh by all these other schools but we're all very 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 close um i think so in in the place i live cheam um there's that i know of there are three primary schools called cheam something there are we've got three just in my very very small little little town and i can't imagine like there's loads in my very local like surrey kind of area and south london um and in that sort of area so there's loads of primary schools loads of high schools loads of colleges um and we've got like a very big high street that everyone goes to um which has a grammar school literally like on its doorstep like you walk out of the high street and you're at the school um so at this so probably sixth formers and other people at colleges um when they're allowed to go out for their lunch breaks that i they 100 percent go to this high street which has like absolutely tons and tons of fast food places um from my latest knowledge we had i think at one point we had three subways in this one high street um maybe maybe two kfcs maybe two mcdonald's um and nando's and then lots of like the smaller chain kind of ones like oh, i, I kind of remember they've got like some smaller chinese shops and that sort of thing there's there's absolutely loads down this one high street and they've got loads of schools that kind of neighbor around the high street and even um schools that are kind of a little bit further away people still come to this high street um because obviously there's lots of like clothes shops and that sort of thing in the high street but um it's, it's a huge hangout spot for young people and I presume if you have high streets near you, it's another big hangout spot near you guys. I mean, a lot of my friends live in the inner city and they have to go through the high street to get to my school. And since I'm now in sixth form, uh, my friends tend to like pick up like McFlurry or something on their way to school, either like for fun or, or just because it's part of their breakfast sometimes because they, they leave early. But I've noticed that younger students start started to see my friends do that and started kind of copying them. And I'm not sure how I feel about that. I mean, it is technically their choice, but the fact that that behavior is copied kind of bothers me because everyone has different fitness level and different genetics. And I feel like younger students just copying what's easily available to do for older students can have really bad negative impacts. And nobody even really thinks about that. They just do it because it looks fun. In my local area, I couldn't, I couldn't name a healthy restaurant or a healthy food place apart from maybe a Sainsbury's or a Tesco. But even then, they're not even that necessarily. I, I wouldn't call them healthy. I'd call them healthier, but not necessarily like the best thing. Well, they are the best thing you can get. But um, because we're so bombarded by all the junk food... Um, it feels like we can't escape it and i think that definitely has a direct contribution to childhood obesity um if young people can't get healthy food then you know what what else what other option do they have totally i think when i was younger actually um after sort of going to like chicken food shops after i started going to um, sort of sainsbury's i used to always get the meal deal and i used to think well that's the most you know that's the healthiest option available but 
even the actual crisps itself i don't know they were like those grab bags so really what was happening was what much more higher portion size it was actually sort of you know having a more increased consumption of actually that unhealthy food so really was i really being healthy probably not it's kind of weird to think because actually i think i could see even smaller crisp bags in those corner shops but instead from Sainsbury's, the meal deal, I guess, what most students would usually get if they were to go to Sainsbury's. It was kind of weird to think that what I did was get a fizzy drink, then I would get a sandwich, and then I would get that grab bag, which was obviously a lot more bigger, and it was like a lot more bigger crisps, just interesting, a lot more unhealthier food. Then later on, I think I started sort of thinking about my health and thinking, you know what, I'm just going to get the sandwich by itself. But a lot of young people might just go for the meal deal because it's just much more affordable, really. So it's kind of the idea that we're sort of pushed towards increasing that junk food really anywhere, even those those supermarkets that we would consider healthier, really. And I think it definitely does contribute to child obesity, all of this, really, just because there's that sort of that clear link between increased consumption of that unhealthy food, which we're being encouraged by the constant sort of junk food shops that are surrounded by our schools. But then also even with those supermarkets, even just seeing junk food, even there's lots of adverts, actually. Um, in supermarkets when you think about it <laughs> like I just totally forgot about that but um, yeah it's just you know sometimes I'll be like I can get the crisp pack the six pack the much more cheaper and like I would try to go for that one but it's just the idea that sometimes we are much more encouraged to go to those junk foods in even those supermarkets because they are more affordable in reality actually which is kind of the sad reality but it is obviously sometimes a lot more affordable than some of the healthier options just because I know for example a sandwich I'm paying what about nearly two pounds but then I could get that whole meal deal with the unhealthier options for about three pounds so it's kind of like what what am I doing like am I even being smart with my money so I just really do think all of this really does make an impact but even those tv adverts that we were talking about we were bombarded that itself would obviously lead to kids I guess consuming more food because I remember when I would see sometimes an advert for about like I think I saw a just eat advert when I was young all the time and I would always go dad can we have just eat right now <laughs> i would just totally go for a chicken chop straight away and it's just that kind of thing it, it's like you're sort of preying in the vulnerable and which is most likely us young people and i think even as you grow older you think that you have a much more better understanding of it but then even then you're still targeted sort of subconsciously so even though you're trying to do maybe sometimes better for your health when you're older sometimes you're just sort of exploited by these marketing companies who will still push you to those unhealthier choices so I think you summarized it incredibly well when you said that it's about prices and that you didn't even realize because you didn't really think about it and I feel like that is an issue with a lot of young people and that is uh, that can easily be linked to child obesity because one the meal deal is simply cheaper but the meal deal isn't healthy but it's most affordable so you don't really think about it your rationality tells you to go for the most affordable thing Plus, you think you enjoy the food because you never really thought about trying out different types of healthy foods that you might not even know about. And that is, I'd say, one of the biggest issues that uh, we're not really thinking. And just like you said, that when you get older, you kind of try to think about it and to eat healthier and to change your, let's say, go-to options in the shops. But frankly, until joining Bite Back, I thought I was trying to eat healthy without even kind of knowing exactly how the food systems work and just joining bite back educated me so much and i didn't even realize how much i was advertised to until i started actively thinking about it and that is what a lot of young people i'd say are missing in their lives that they just simply consume without thinking 
totally i think that is just really it really put simple it's just kind of sad but that is what we do i think even if we are trying to be healthy sometimes i also think i know how to be healthy i just completely reduce my intake of everything but then really what are the healthy ideas we don't really know about it because you just don't see that sort of education you don't really see it anywhere how do we eat healthily what do we need to do what is a better i guess option because even in my local Sainsbury's, I don't really see any healthier alternative other than a crisp. I can't really seem to find it. It literally just goes. And there's a literal picture of the little sign, which is so simple to understand, really. When you think about it, a bit, it would just go sandwich plus drink. And then it would go plus crisp and it would show you like three little symbols, but there's nothing else. I think that's just what drives people. You just see that simple thing and you think, well, okay, that's a healthier meal deal. It's a meal deal. Don't get me wrong. I love, like, I love a meal deal. Um, it's their quality, but... Um... I think something people don't realise is that you don't have to get crisps, you don't have to get a fizzy drink, you can always get a water, you can always get a pot of fruit, which is something that I tried doing um, when I was trying to be a bit more healthy and a bit more conscious. Um, but I don't think it's when you're going getting a meal deal, you're like, cool, yep, get me crisps, get me uh, get me a bottle of Coke. You don't think about all the other things, uh, all the other options there are. And even if you do, realistically, do you want to choose having water over like a bottle of coke or a fanta but i think that's because that message and that idea of having having a coke or having a fanta with your meal deal it's been so like driven into us um and it's it's a bit of a problem really that's the thing that i feel like a lot of we're told that well you're making the choice you have the freedom to choose otherwise technically that is not wrong. However, I feel like the system doesn't really work due to the or the junk food a lot of the time just being default. And it's hard to choose healthy due to pure peer pressure. I mean, like, for example, before tier three and four lockdown, when me and my friends used to go out, like meet up on the weekends, what do we do? We go to McDonald's. I tried getting like the healthier, like the fruit instead of uh, fries a couple of times. And I'm like, they just kind of laughed at me. And in the end, I did end up having like a couple of fries from my friends because it's just, it's not fun to be like the healthy one when everyone else looks like they're so enjoying cute. themselves. Yeah. It's like a whole social outing thing. It's like when I go an outing straight away, we're there with that huge, and it's not just even McDonald's, it could be anywhere really when we go to. It's like straight away, we go for the chips option, the burger option. 100%, and if yeah. we don't, it looks, I don't know what it is, but it looks bad on the snaps, <laughs> really. And it's just, yeah, yeah. it's the fact that we're trying to show we're eating lots of food and that is like, I don't know, maybe more expensive food. I have no idea what we're trying to show, but it's just, it's for a whole aesthetic reason, maybe. So I'm just there. And then even my own friends will start taking pictures of my own food. And I hardly even do because I'm sort of feeling guilty out there for myself I'm like oh no I just got a burger but half the time I won't even finish that meal just because I'm like this is huge some of the portions like this is huge here and I will start like packing it for later on at home but it's just the fact sometimes you know we do consider it a way I guess to really socialize with our own friends it's kind of this sort of thing that's kind of in place when we go on our social outings with people because like even you were saying with the peer pressure even sometimes just the whole idea is to show you know i'm here i'm having a social outing. i'm here with my friends look how cool i am i'm having this i don't know it's just that sort of thing really bite back 2030 and other members of the feed britain better youth coalition are passionate about creating an online environment for young people that puts healthier food center stage in our report we put forward a recommendation to the government 
to fast forward an end to advertising of products high in fat, salt and sugar online. But until they take action, we ask companies to unilaterally agree to end all advertising of products high in fat, salt and sugar online immediately. Ending HFSS adverts, which stands for high fat, salt and sugar adverts, doesn't damage the finances of fast food companies, advertising agencies or online platforms. This is because almost every fast food company has a healthier product they can advertise in place of an unhealthy one. Yes, in October, we held our youth summit for Feed Britain Better. And I, along with Jacob and other um, youth board members of Bike Bike, we were on this panel and that was moderated from uh, by Dr. Chris from Operation Ouch. And we were able to question the head of Nestle Cereals in UK and Ireland and Tesco's group quality director over their advertising of HFFS and ultra processed food. And we also spoke about how could that be contributing to child obesity. And I guess what we really wanted was those two companies to realise the direct impact they have on their health when they actually sort of employ some of these really questionable marketing tactics, really. And we were actually talking about not just actually their online advertising, I remember, but we were also talking about the actual packaging, actually. Um, I remember it was uh, with Nestle cereals. Some of their cereals were like really high in sugar and some of the portion sizes just didn't really match up, really. It was just not completely, what was it? I think Nesquik cereal had like was, sort of um, eight grams of sugar, something like that, I can't remember. Yeah, I think it was eight grams uh, of sugar per portion. But um, we were talking about how exactly, yeah, something per thirty gram portion, and it was just it was quite unrealistic that anyone was going to have a thirty gram portion. I remember, and it was just the fact that even to children who were five years old or under, they had these sort of rabbit bunny characters to sort of encourage children to go for those cereals. I think even the positioning of, I guess, the junk food in stores itself, it's just kind of like an advert itself, really. When you think about the store, because even we were talking about earlier with stores, the way that they sort of. I guess, encourage us to go for the junk food, the way they place certain adverts, the way they place certain um, junk food in certain aisles and things like that. Even the fact that sort of, I guess, chocolates and sweets are at sort of eye level with children. It was just that sort of idea, I guess, we were talking about with um, the Tesco's group quality director. And I guess talking to those two people about our views on their advertising and how we felt that they were actually affecting our health and actually contributing to um, child obesity as we were obviously increasingly consuming these foods that were harmful for us. I think it was just really interesting to be, have been able to question them on it because I think we really did at sometimes leave yeah. them silent, which was quite nice <laughs> as well. But, um, and I think what was also really interesting was the fact that over 30, I think, no, no 30 companies, no, 30 companies, yeah, 30 companies from the likes of McDonald's, Uber Eats, Nando's. Kellogg's, uh, and I think Unilever, yeah, Nando's, they were invited, but the fact that only two turned up, that itself was a huge message to us. It kind of showed us that these huge food companies that us, I guess, teenagers, and not just teenagers, even young people and children themselves, we always go to these such huge I guess, places, I guess, food places. And we, you know, we increasingly consume their food. We purchase from them. We are actually consumers, I guess. And it's just the fact that they didn't, it kind of showed us that, are they really concerned about our health? You know, do they want to make a message here? Because I think, you know, if they had attended the summit, that would have been a huge opportunity to actually, I guess, tell us, you know, maybe we do care about your health or we could do this and that, or let me hear from you guys and see how do you feel that we are doing? But no, instead, they, I guess, dismissed the opportunity. And it was just so disappointing because to me, it felt like, do you even care about my health? Or you do you even care about the advertising strategies? Do you not want to hear from us young people directly? So I guess that was just really interesting. And 
Um, another thing that came out of the summit was how we, I guess, released that report with the youth-led recommendations. And one of them was asking for an end to advertising of products high in fat, salt and sugar, I guess, online. And I think even in today's podcast episode, we were, all of us were talking about how bad it is, you know, online advertising, but also the physical advertising. And I guess that's what we're really pushing for at Bite Back. <laughs> yeah, the the Feed Britain Better Summit, um, it would it would really, really important to us at Bite Back. Um, it told us a lot of things. And it helped us, um, it's helping us kind of shape our ideas that we're um, talking about. To wrap up this episode, we want to know what our young people want to see changing when it comes to advertising junk food. For me, I want the government to step up and safeguard children's health. For too long, we've had consultation upon consultation. Then these fast food companies reply with more misinformation, which results in inaction. The internet is honestly vast and immense. And when you come to know that it's one of the most unregulated internets in the world, it's clear to see how junk food companies can take advantage and manipulate young people so easily through marketing. We need to safeguard and put our young people's health centre stage, forefront, to ensure that fast food companies cannot continue to keep manipulating our health. I think it should be clear who they are targeting and I think companies should be open about it because I think and obviously they should target children and young people much less because like uh, I think Jacob said it like preying on the vulnerable and that's really not okay ethically. So I think I tuned in into that uh, Feed Britain Better Summit and I think when it was questioned why it was like a cartoon character on a cereal box the company still said that they are advertising and pitching the product to adults and that really baffled and confused me because that just feels like a loophole and just yeah just uh, clearer distinct marketing to proper target groups and actually maybe changing the recipe if they plan to target younger demographic I think would be a positive change to junk food and definitely focus on changing portions in junk food chains like McDonald's and Burger King I feel like that could make a real difference by very, 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 very easily make a real difference to a lot of young people's diets. Um, the thing that I want to see with junk food adverts, um, I want advertisers, I, I just want them to recognise the impact that they're having. Um, I want them to know um, what their adverts are actually doing. Um, obviously they're getting their product out to people but I want them to realise the, the wider impact that they're having because um, um, I don't think advertising agencies and all these companies are aware that they're uh, doing the damage that they're doing um, I think sometimes um, they don't have the knowledge that um, of all the figures and statistics of everything um, they've that they're done um so i think sometimes their adverts can be super super misleading and um overall they are very very harmful um so i, I just want them to be aware of what they're doing that way they can consciously know how to improve themselves and how to improve other companies like themselves um that way um they themselves can directly um, change um, 
And if they are to change, and if they are to recognise what they're doing wrong, um, then that says a lot about their company, and it tells us um, that they truly, truly do care about us, young people. Junk food. It's had a big impact on today's society, and I think we need to do something about it. Even now, just simply in the post, you can receive vouchers for McDonald's, or even when you go to pay for something at WH Smith, it's everywhere. Junk food is controlling the lives of thousands of people. We need to make healthy food more appealing to stop young people from falling into the trap of junk food advertisers. If we just sit back and allow junk food to control the lives and allow the government to not do anything about it, our obesity rate is going to get higher and higher and higher and will put more strain on the NHS, which, as you know, is already at its peak at the moment. What I would like to see is regulations, I guess, on the junk food marketing, because I don't know about you, but just having the fact that even Spotify even has junk food adverts for things like Kit Kats. And I was just like, oh, my God, I don't want to hear that. Because <laughs> even when we were talking, you know, when you were talking about, I guess, your food offer at your chicken store, it was just it's just even the description of itself of the food was just kind of enticing to me. And I was like, oh, I kind of want that. So... <laughs> So I just, I really think there needs to be regulations for junk food advertising, but I also think we need to start thinking about portion sizes, maybe reformulating some foods, but also trying to encourage those healthier choices and I guess different stores and even offers, just trying to, just not making it completely flooded with junk food adverts, because really what we right now live in is this sort of world where junk food is sort of everywhere, you can't even escape a bit. And it's kind of bad, that feeling. We just need to sort of counteract that inescapable feeling of junk food and instead think about how can we actually try and encourage young people to go for the healthier options, but also how can we try and make sure that they're not completely, you know, just seeing junk food adverts? Because I think when you think about it, it doesn't sound ethical for a child under five, for example, to see a McDonald's advert or a video, really, about, you know, children playing with McDonald's and eating McDonald's. No, you wouldn't want that. So then. Why would you want another older child to see the same thing? So it's just kind of that sort of thing. If you can think it's quite wrong for young children, it's also quite bad for teenagers. And I just think, even you were saying before, um, with Nestle, they said it was for adults. Well, what, what makes anything less bad? Because it's still targeted towards children anyway. They still see that sort of thing. So I think it's just really just more, I think more regulations, but also just ending junk food advertising online. I just, I just don't see the point in it really, because I think it's quite annoying to scroll through Instagram and just to keep seeing food adverts all the time. For me, these companies need to take responsibility for what they're doing and how they're marketing their products to, to the country, basically. Yes, they may say that, oh, the adverts aren't targeted to young people, but we all well know that someone who's 16, 17, 18, like me, are constantly constantly scrolling on Instagram seeing these adverts and knowing that when they're going to school they're going to see these places on their way this it's just that it's just that endless cycle of just knowing that it's this is inescapable and I just want advertisers I just want companies to take a take a moment and just think about what else can they market? Because everyone has healthy options they can market that are just as good as these unhealthy unhealthy products, but they just don't want to. And I feel we need to change the mindset and we need 
to take action now and we need to see more healthier options being advertised and even um, when they're advertising healthy options we need to lower those prices of those healthy options so it can be accessible to everyone because because eating healthy is really hard and you know we just need to see this change right now junk food advertising is deliberately being targeted towards younger demographics on top of that the information they contain can be misleading or leave out important details I'd really like to see this change in the future. The nation's health is at a critical point, so it's even more important now that we act to improve standards. If I were to change one thing about junk food advertising, I think they should be more honest about what they are selling. Thank you for listening to our show. Buyback 2030 wants to build a movement of young people who can get the big players in business and government to listen and act on a very important topic, our right to help. And we want you to join our movement. So head on over to buyback2030.com where you can sign and support my open letter to Matt Hancock, the health secretary, to commit to end the flood of junk food advertising aimed at kids online. Also, make sure you follow us on all social media platforms at BiteBack2030. Have a great day. I hope you're all enjoying and keeping well and safe. That's it from me. And remember to sign the letter. My name is Dev Sharma and I have been your host. And this episode was produced by Lanroy Adelaide.